You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you I started recording the pre-shows and then recording funny moments and just like randomly posting them here and there. And then it just sort of like took off from there. Like when I started riding with Cody more and just like his pre-shows were just so hilarious with the things he would say before the ride would start. I uh, would just like randomly start posting pre-show moments. And then people would say like, hey, do you have my shout out from this pre-show? <laughs> so like I kind of became like the unofficial bootlegger of the pre-show, um, which I love, I was which I like, love to do. Because I feel like if you join the ride, like right when it starts or right before, I almost feel like you're missing out on like a little party. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. Welcome to the clip out. This is episode 140. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. It is very cold in our basement today. It is. Uh, to be fair, it's really cold outside. That'll do it. Yeah. Makes me feel better. Hey, we're getting new windows next week. We so. are. That's how you know we're you're, old. You're middle age when you're like, I am so excited for our new windows. Yes. It's true. Yeah. And I am. I am excited. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> but also. New windows. I know. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Uh, finally, won't have to hear our neighbors. You already avoid making eye contact with them. You don't want to have to hear them, too. I know. They're outdoorsy people. Yeah. We're not. Well, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so what do you have in store for people this week? Well, we've just got a, a whole just plethora of things. Just little Bits and pieces. A veritable potpourri, if you will. Of Pelotonia. And you will. <laughs> so no real no real sneak peek. We're just going to. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm kind of tired of doing the sneak peek. Basically, I just repeat what we're going to do. Uh, that's true. It's like yeah. a it's like a table of contents. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, since you're not going to do it, then shameless plugs. I'll still <laughs> do my shameless plugs. Uh, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there and uh, rate, review, and most importantly, subscribe. 
That's so you never miss an episode. You can do that wherever you choose to get your podcast. There should be some sort of subscribe option, and you should take advantage of it. And you can also find us on the Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. Had so many people joining over the last week or so. Yeah, I don't know what you guys did. I don't know either. Somebody must have posted something about us somewhere. There has been quite the influx. So, yeah. Hello. Hi. And welcome. Yeah. And also, you can leave a review there, and eventually I'll get around to rating them. But here's one from the good old iTunes. All right. And this is from. Arnold Family One. Okay. Okay. And they say, I love all things Peloton, but hadn't leaned into the clip out podcast, even though Britt Drake, leaderboard name Sweating Glitter. I know exactly who that is. Told me it was fantastic. (laughs) Informative, fun, and worth a listen. Thanks for all of your work and keep it up. Ass like a 10-year-old boy is the leaderboard name, but year old is Y-O. Okay. So... There you go. Well, thank you for that very, very nice review. And thank you, Britt, for telling them we're fantastic. But you're not going to say thank you by name to the person that left the review? No. Not just even like just once? No. Why aren't you going to? Why don't you want to? I don't know their actual name. Well, you could use their leaderboard name. It's right here. Oh, the ass like a 10-year-old boy? (laughs) Y-O. I just wanted to make you say it. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and I know you know. And I know that you know. Okay. So also don't forget, if you want to stay up to date with everything that goes on on the show, you can sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. It will come to you weekly-ish. And uh, it will have all the show notes and yeah, links. Yeah, that's fair. I forgot again this week, <laughs> And I? links and things <laughs> like that. So, so there. There is all of that. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. It's time for News of the Paladin. Homecoming will be here before you know it. It is a scant three, four and a half months away. But tickets will be going on sale very soon. February 12th at noon Eastern. So listen, for those of you who are new to this, I am going to just tell you to expect everything bad to happen. (laughs) Expect that the internet won't work. Expect that your computer will freeze up inexplicably. At 11.59. Expect that Peloton will start 10 minutes early. Expect that they will start 10 minutes late. I don't know which of those things will occur, but all of them happened. Last year, while trying to buy tickets, your computer got feline AIDS. It did. Yeah. It did. You just never know what's going to happen. I had to take it to the vet. It was crazy. So here's my suggestion for you. Have your phone browser ready. Have your computer from work, if you work, ready. Have your personal computer ready and have your spouse do the same because you can only buy one ticket at a time, people. One ticket at a time. Do you really want to give away all your tips like this? Well, you know, I love I love our clip out listeners because they're going to ask me anyway. I'm going to get a thousand inbox messages. (laughs) And so, you know, you guys just, you know, keep it on the DL. Keep it amongst all several thousand of you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is on the DL. I don't think you know how this works. Have you not seen the numbers lately? I mean, if if they're planning on going, I just want them to have the best shot possible. So it's my gift to you. Consider it a late holiday gift. It's very gracious of you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So I guess that's really all we know at the moment. It is. It is. Uh, I think they said tickets are $95. It does appear, there is another thing that we do know, actually. Okay. It does appear that this year, you tell them 
which classes you would like to take. Like you say, I like this instructor. I like that instructor. I like this type of workout. And then they're going to assign you where they want to assign you. Gotcha. There will be no signing up. They're just going to put you where they want to put you. I think that's going to be horrible. I think there's going to be so many complaints. It's going to be insane. And everyone gets to attend the community run. Everybody's in on that. Okay. I guess that's probably an easier thing to accommodate tons of people for. Yes. And it sold out so fast last year. Totally. So the I guess the slogan this year is, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> it should be that, that slogan every year. <laughs> <laughs> and they will still throw a fit. <laughs> Trademark clip out. <laughs> In case they want to use it, now they owe us a dollar. <laughs> That's how that works. Just a little window into uh, the mind of Crystal O'Keefe. Uh, Uh-oh. If you're wondering, sometimes I tease her about being stubborn and you see the bright, shiny side of her, not the stubbornness or things like the faces she's making at me right now. But to show you how stubborn she is, wow, I wish you guys could see this face. (laughs) Where are you going with this, Tom? (laughs) She's giggling with her mouth closed. That's why it sounds like that, because she's laughing, but also has a sour face going. That's... You only get that one about 2% of the time. So you're very fortunate. So anyway, in the notes that I have here, it doesn't say homecoming. It says HRI. (laughs) It does. Oh, dear. (laughs) So that's how stubborn she is. Just. Whoops. Yeah. And for the newer listeners, we're not going to explain it. You can ask ask a Peloton friend homecoming versus HRI. Yeah, totally. Anyway, moving right along. I, I want to mention oh, one other thing that was not on the list. I just saw posted in the clip out group that Christina Blair Howard mentioned that Peloton's Q2 earnings are coming up on February 5th at 5 p.m. Eastern. That's the Q2 call, the the earnings call for Peloton. So I will be on that. Okay. And if anybody would like to join and you have shares, you should listen along. And the link is out there at Facebook.com slash the clip out. Okie dokie. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled program. Back to it. Howard Stern uh, continued his obsession with Jen Sherman this week. He did. Well, actually, it was last week, and I had a really rough day last week when <laughs> we, got we distracted. were putting the news together, and uh, so I did not include it. But he actually had a visit from Jen via the call-in feature. Look at that. She yes. had to be beside herself. Yes, she got through. Yeah. And um, Do you think she actually cut it? They didn't like give her like a... Another number like I know I when I was in so. radio, we had the request line, but then you had what we called the hotline, which is if something had really gone bad. And but then you had what we called the warm line. And that was what you'd give to guests to call or your I don't I don't think so, or, because this sounded like an unscheduled call. He was talking about how she sings on the bike all the time and that she had done a new tracks ride that week and that she didn't sing as much. And she was calling in to tell him, hey, listen. That was me covering that ride. <laughs> and I didn't know all those songs because I'm not the one that put it together. Gotcha. So, and they had a nice little exchange and you could tell how nervous she was. Like her voice sounded so nervous. Like she kept it together. Yeah. He would have never known how nervous she was. Right. But I know because I listen to her voice all the time. I bet you he knew. <laughs> I don't know. He's a very astute interviewer. He was he, very gentle with her. Yeah. And so I just think he, there's a lot of bluster there. But he's really good at like picking up on cues and knowing what people's buttons are. So my guess is he knew. Yeah, that could be. And I have to mention that our interviewee this week, John Pruitt, 
aka Kenny underscore Banya. <laughs> okay. Did I say it right, Banya? Because so. okay, I think it's Banya, but okay. Okay, that guy. He um <laughs> he is the one that found that clip for me. Awesome. And let and allowed me to post it on his behalf on the clip out. Well, that was nice. And then he sent us another one this week. Okay. Because Howard Stern's not done talking about her. No. I really didn't understand this week's. It sounds like he was wor- like talking about doing some sort of hypothetical live event. He was trying to get people there for free, and they were just kind of riffing, and they started talking about having. Jen Sherman on a bike and having the entire audience on Pelotons and they were just being goofy. Yeah. And going back to last week's clip, after he hung up with Jen, he started telling Robin, his co-host, about how much he really like how special Jen Sherman is to him. So he should have told Jen Sherman. That. I know. It's not like she's not listening. I know. She's still hearing it. I know. Uh, does he not know how radio works? I would think he does by now. Maybe he was <laughs> a little nervous, too. Yeah, that could be. I mean... When you're starstruck, you're starstruck. It is funny the way people, even people that meet famous people all the time, they still have those certain people that can rattle them. Yep. You know? Yep. It happens. It does. I've seen it happen to you. I don't know what you're talking about. Just very rarely. It was all monkeys related, I'm sure. It was. (laughs) Other than that, I'm just like, hey, what's up, Bruce Willis? (laughs) (laughs) When it's like, what? You produced headquarters? Then I get all nervous. (laughs) So uh, while we're talking about Peloton in the pop culture, it had quite a week. It did have quite a week. Between Stern and then there was a, it was kind of the out joke on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Was it the out? I thought it was in the middle of the episode. No, that was the final shot, wasn't it? Of him on the Peloton. Maybe it was. It was toward the end. It was toward the end. But yeah, yeah. He was riding the Peloton because he had been working out at the gym. Antics ensued. And then, and then at the end he was riding a Peloton in tennis shoes because it's Larry David. Yeah. (laughs) There's no telling him anything. It was weird, though, like you pointed it out, but I thought it was worth mentioning. It opens with him on the treadmill in a gym, and then, like, obviously, there's a kerfluffle, and then later, he's just like, doesn't want to go to the gym, so he's going to work out at home. And then you see his workout room. And it's like, what the hell is he ever at the like gym for? And there's, like, a Peloton and a weight machine, and, like, it's, like, this beautiful, war- I'm like, why And a you- treadmill. And, like, why would you ever go to the gym? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they thought that through. Yeah. That Clearly, was they're not as obsessed with workout rooms. As we are, as I am. Yes. (laughs) And then also, Peloton got a mention on This Is Us. Yep. We haven't watched this week's yet. Yeah. And I don't want to know any spoilers, but something about Randall mentioned it. I think uh, that he mentioned it. That's us. Sterling K. Brown. Brown. St. Louis's own Sterling Sterling K. K. Brown. Brown. And for some reason, I wanted to call him R.K. Sterling. And I was like, no, that's like J.K. Rowling. I don't know what (laughs) happened. There were too many K's in my head. Ah, the joys of getting old. Yes. But um, but yes, yes, and I love him. He's such a great actor. He is really good. And I like that show. Yes. Although this is you know, starting to, you know, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. I think there's only so long you can keep that kind of storytelling mm-hmm. up. And I said it when that show started. You did. You called I was it the like, first season. This is going to be lost for soccer moms. Yep. Like it's going to like it starts off great. And then it's like, but how do you keep telling a story like this when you want to tell it indefinitely? And it's still enjoyable. It but, is. But that first season was like magnetic. Though. Yes. Like they. That was like first season of Desperate Housewives. <laughs> first season. <laughs> Never of, watched it. Oh, my God. So the first season, especially. So good. First season of Friday Night Lights. The, yes. Like. Yes. Yeah. So there are some shows where that first season is just perfect. Yeah. And this is us. Desperate Housewives. Friday Night Lights. Those are prime examples. Nailed it. Yes. So uh, anyway, enough of TV talk. Yes. Well, we're not done oh, with Oh, I pop guess culture. we're not because Robin Arzan was on Steve Harvey. More TV yes. talk. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> and 
She even got Steve Harvey to ride on a Peloton on his show. I don't think it didn't look like it was for very long and he was still wearing his suit. (laughs) (laughs) But they had a great talk and uh, it's been posted all over the place. So you can check that out. But it was great to see Robin on Steve Harvey. That's awesome. The Stevie Harvey show anyway. Yes. Just to be clear. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Tom. What? (laughs) Look, this is what people want from me. I know. Or at least what they've come to expect. Yeah. that's Or tolerate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take your pick. Because I know all versions of that are out there. Yeah, that's true. So Christine and Olivia officially added to the Power Zone lineup. Yes. The mystery is done. So out of the huge debates the counting of the ballots christine was at the top every time olivia was all over the place sometimes up sometimes not there was a hanging chad <laughs> yeah but but Chris- gotta be careful because that'll chafe <laughs> but they're both there and the peloton prophet was correct that it was announced during the joint peloton power zone ride and that it was christine that was yes the prophet and christine, yes, yes so score another one John Foley had an interesting uh, tweet this week. He doesn't tweet a whole lot. He doesn't. He doesn't. And, and well, that's probably why I noticed because, I mean, I hope he doesn't think I stalk him because I watch him on all social media channels. I think there are lots of people who watch him on all social media channels. Yeah, that's true. So, well, he tweeted that Peloton had been, they have earned 100% on human rights campaigns, corporate equality index for LGBTQ inclusive workplace policies and practice. And he was very proud of that. And that's awesome. He should be proud of that. Everybody at Peloton should be proud of that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I wonder what they score that on. I'll have to go read that. I was like, yeah, you can go read it. And if anybody else is interested as well, you can find it at CEI 2020. Like if you Google that, you'll find it. Or use that hashtag on Twitter. Yeah, it'll pop right up. Yeah. So there was an interesting article in uh, gearpatrol.com. Yeah. And um, they compared a Wahoo bike and a Peloton bike. Okay. What is a Wahoo? Right. It's a training bike. I thought it was an island in Hawaii. No, that's that's oh, a Wahoo. Oh, oh, you can see my confusion. I can. This is Wahoo, W-A-H-O-O. I thought that was like a... Wahoo. But that was a chocolate tasty beverage. <laughs> no, that's a Yahoo. Well, that's you who. <laughs> Yahoo is the old is Yahoo. Yahoo is what we did before Google. Okay. Anyway. Any who? Don't oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> So the Wahoo bike is an indoor training bike and Wahoo is known for like what they have. They have trainers that you can put underneath your bike like we saw at the bike shop where you use your outdoor bike, you stick it on there and you can do like all- giant rollers and you kind of. Well, the- this wasn't rollers, but oh, okay. they have those too. So they have all kinds of different kinds so of trainers. You can use your road bike as an indoor training bike. This is their answer to Peloton stationary bike. So they came out with a bike that is like peloton's bike Mm. in that it's an indoor bike now that's the only thing they have in common nothing else about it it's a stationary indoor bike yes okay i wonder what all those road bike people who've been shitting on indoor stationary bikes because of peloton oh they're still shitting on it because i'm not done (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah they're still shitting on it i'm just like they were so above it well they still are (laughs) yeah because here's the thing wahoo not everybody there's a lot of people that cross over you know there's the whole road rider group that does both but Here's the thing. The Wahoo is specific to trainers or it's to people who train outside. And the reason right. that's important is because if you're training on it, you can move the handlebars back and forth. It gets you a more aerodynamic fit, just like your actual road bike, which right. the Peloton can't do. It's to- not meant it's to do not that. not what it's trying to do. Totally. Right. Yeah. 
So there's a lot of differences and the Wahoo is more specific for people who are training for things like triathlons or riding outside in general. Yeah. Whereas the Peloton is meant to be a stationary spin bike and you can also use it to train for outdoor rides. They're two totally different right. tools. And I'm sure the, the Wahoo thing comes in really handy, especially if you're an outdoor rider that lives in a place where... You get snow with yeah. a lot. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And it also like when you use it with, um, so you can use it with different apps. You can use it with Zwift. You can use it with all these other different apps to do races or connect with other people online. When you do that, somehow is able to like increase your incline or decrease your incline okay. on the bike automatically. So it does it for you. Yes. Okay. And you also have gears that you can shift just like your outdoor bike. Okay. So those are all things that are very specific to training. And so this article was attempting to say, like, which should you do? And a lot of people had issues with this article. Like I posted it and it was I mean, I thought they did a good job of saying, hey, Peloton is for one thing. Yeah. And this is for another. And and it was just kind of to compare them point yeah, by point. Yeah, because I'm like, I really don't even know how you compare because it's not. I mean, it sounds like it's pretty spiffy. And that's why people had a, a problem with the article. Yeah. Because you can't. They're not equal tools. Like, they're not meant for the same purpose. Yeah. There's some crossover. Like, if you had a Venn diagram, they could both be in the middle. But one's for training and one's for spin class. Right. And so the, I thought the article did a pretty good job of explaining that. And they were very positive to Peloton and to Wahoo, which I was appreciative of because right. sometimes people are very uh, they're in one camp or the other and like that's a waste. Yes. So and that was why the article was valuable to me. Right. It's, it's a great breakdown point by point of each bike for both of those different things. So for somebody who is in the market for both. You're in that Venn diagram centerpiece. This is a great article. Yeah, like I'm sure if if you ride outside and you really enjoy that, but then you also see the benefit of of Peloton. Like, yeah, I'm sure you probably are torn, but Mm -hmm. it's probably not tons and tons, but I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, dailymaverick.co.za. I know they're getting crazy. What is that? Well, that's a country code, I would assume. Yeah, but I don't know what the ZA is. I, don't I, I thought C. Well, anyway, yes, it's an article, and they're talking about how the home gym has like returned with a vengeance, which we've talked about many times. And then they kind of break down all of the different connected fitness stuff that matters. And I say that matters because like not everyone made it. Echelon. <clears throat> um, but like they talked about the Peloton bike, the Peloton tread. They talked about hydro. They talked about mirror. They talked about tonal. So, yeah, that's a lot. And then another thing I found interesting that somebody called out the second I posted it was they had the prices wrong for the Peloton stuff. What they did is they included the monthly fee as the monthly fee of the subscription. And if you were buying it with financing it. Oh, okay. And they they bundled it together. They double dipped. Yes. And so it looked like they would show here's here's your price per month and here's your price. You know, here's your price for the bike. So it looked like it was a $2,000 bike plus you got to pay $80 a month. And it was right. like, well, that's not right at all. And they did that on the tread and the bike and then did not do it on any other piece of equipment. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I think it might have been the person taking the information from Peloton just didn't get it. Right. They didn't process it properly. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it was a good article for what it was worth. It was a good breakdown of everything. And I I don't know. They want to get clicks. It wasn't anything too exciting. Yeah, and .za is South Africa, or oh. I guess we should say South Africa. Interesting. Um, hmm. Which then also makes you wonder, who are they writing this for? Yeah. Because you can't get a Peloton in South Africa, correct? Huh. You cannot. Now, there's a lot, maybe they have a lot of British, I mean, yeah. it was a British colony, as right. we know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, I'm just curious as to like why they would even who's the intended reader if you're writing about it in a country where you can't get it. Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe it's coming and they know something we don't. I don't think so. Okay, probably not. Yeah, if they knew that much more, they would get the price right. Yep. Also, I don't think it, like Tonal's not available in any country other than America. Yeah. So that says, I mean, I don't think that that's about what country of origin. I think for some reason this was about clicks. Hmm. Yeah. Shocking. I know. So uh, there was the Create Cultivate 100 list. Yeah. Robin Arzone posted about this. She was listed as, so they went through influencers bit like by section, you know, and under health and wellness, she was listed as one of the top contenders of the Create Cultivate list. Oh, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, congrats. Yeah. Congrats, Robin. And then uh, I guess we should have talked about this under pop culture stuff, but I guess... Snooky peed on her bike. She did. <laughs> Maybe more than once. It's hard to say. Yeah. Apparently, you know, you pop out a couple of kids and there could be accidents. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes there's a little stress incontinence. And I guess that happens for her on the Peloton. That has never happened to me on the Peloton. It has happened at other times, though. If you sneeze <laughs> just wrong, man, getting old sucks. It but does. she's not that old. No, she's not that old. She's probably, what, 35 or something? Yeah. But... A lot of people chimed in. I mean, half the people were like, you're awful. I hate you. Well, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people were chiming in going, yeah. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks when you sneeze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that uh, you refuse to watch Jersey Shore. Yes. I got you. sucked into it when uh, it was yeah. on. I don't watch the Back to the Shore thing they're doing, but I kind of liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like real easy to make fun of the cast of Jersey Shore. They're very much cartoon characters. But I will say the longer I watched it, the more I was like, these are pretty nice people. I have like, to they say were, you. They seem genuinely nice. You they, know, we watched that marriage boot camp and you might remember that some of the characters. The from, situation was yeah, on there. And the, he, he freaking grew on me. You know, I mean, I, I was so like, oh, this guy. And then like, it, yeah, he grew on me. You know what? He's, I, he's adorable. What I liked about most of the cast of Jersey Shore is that they were exactly what they told you they were going to be. And like, I have respect for that. Yeah. They were just like, you know, they didn't have any shame in it. They didn't lie. Even when they were out, like just carousing and just tearing through ladies. They were like, this is what we do. They they were very upfront about it. <laughs> like, they, you know, it was like. Well, this shouldn't shock you like I like, they, you know, they weren't, you know, and so I, I don't know. I grew to have a certain amount of affection for them, much to my surprise. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't judge. Yes. So it looks like there's a new artist series being launched. It will be the first one that the volume level won't go past six. <laughs> That's not true. I've listened. OK, so it's going to be Billie Eilish for those of you wondering what that even means. And there's a lot of you that don't know who Billie Eilish is. And I didn't really know until about a, a year ago. Yeah. And uh, I kind of dig it. It's not something that I would go to all the time. But Jen Sherman has included her in some of her playlists. And it works. It right. works. So I think that this will be good. I don't know if I'll enjoy it as some of the other ones because I don't know as many of her songs. But some of her songs I really enjoy. And I have to respect the fact that She's been writing songs for so long and she's and like her and her 16. Brother, yeah. yeah, she's and, really yeah, young. And I mean, she's selling out arenas in a heartbeat. And it's just, I don't think of her music and she does have songs that I like, but I just don't think of her music as like hard driving 
exercise. Yeah. Too. It falls into that whisper rock camp to me. There are places of it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's very incumbent upon the teacher to do their their magic with making it work. Totally. And I think that these two that they chose. So it's going to be Kendall on the bike and then it's going to be Bex Gentry for the run. And Anna Greenberg is going to do the flow. So. I think that they're they're all well suited to do that. And I really like with these artist collaborations that they've been picking instructors. They've been matching them with musicians that they mesh with. Right. And they use in their classes. Yeah. So I think that's great. I was like, it's the first artist series. It's all cool down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be good. It'll be good. More evening classes are on the way. Yes. Now, I don't know how much that's going to affect a good portion of our listeners because I found this today okay. on the UK page and it's more evening classes are coming in the UK. That's like six hours later than it is here. Okay. So I think that'll mean more afternoon classes for the US. Gotcha. I think. So we'll see how that goes. They're going to be coming in from the London studio. Of course, there's going to be more opportunities to ride live, of course. So that is very exciting for the London studio. They've been wanting to grow so now they have four instructors. This is great news for them. This is awesome. I wonder how long it will be before as they add more countries before there's pretty much live classes almost 24 hours a day. I think that'll depend on where they add because, you know, they've they added London and then Germany. And it's probably going to depend on where they go, because if they're not constantly going one direction, sure. if they're not going east or west, it's not going to matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you it happens Eventually, I think it will. I do. Hannah Marie Corbin was also in London this week. That's another reason that uh, we wanted to mention London. So she was there and she got to ride live with Sam Yo. And then afterwards, they had a little meet and greet out in the uh, main area, the main lobby. And then she did some stretches with some of the people that came in. And uh, it was a great time from what it looked like. Awesome. Yeah. And there's a new, I guess this is a, a yoga class? Yes, it is. Sorry, I guess I should have included that. I just was like, I based on the other part of the, what makes the class unique, I figured it was probably yoga, but you never know. That's fair. Yeah. So starting this week, the last, or this month, <laughs> the last Wednesday of every month at 8 a.m. Eastern, there's going to be a whole new series, 60 Minutes Live prenatal class with Kristen McGee. That is very exciting. People have been asking for these. Oh, have they? This is so exciting. Awesome. Yeah. So that's awesome. Another new series. And I'll, I think eventually all the instructors are going to have their own curated thing like this. I yeah, really probably. Do. Now all they need is a postnatal class. So you guys will stop peeing on the bike. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes. I, I do uh, But I love the way It makes me feel It's like I get all of my vitamins And I'm ready for the day Just with a drink And like I said It's a good tasting drink And it can help replace Your, your multivitamin Just by drinking An AG1 every day Yes And not only Did I replace My multivitamin With AG1 But I love That every scoop Also includes Prebiotics Probiotics And digestive enzymes For gut support It also has Vitamin C And zinc To support my immune health If there's one product I had to recommend To elevate your health it's ag1 and that's why i've partnered with them for so long if you want to take ownership of your health it starts with ag1 try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d3k2 and five free ag1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clip out that's drinkag1.com slash clip out check it out <laughs> checking in with the peloton community So uh, joining us today via the magic of skype phone is John Pruitt. Hey, John, how's it going? Hello, hello. How are y'all doing? Good. It's Monday, so it's a little hard to get, you know, pumped as I'd like. Plus, whatever Tom had last week when we recorded, I now have. Yes. So. And uh, when we're done with this, we have to go to a choir, a freshman high school choir performance. So. I don't know if that means we'll make this shorter or way longer. Good, good times. All in all, a super exciting Monday for us. If, if this is like the least downloaded podcast of your series, like you can totally blame me. <laughs> well, we got you out of taking your son to drumline, though, you said before we to, started. Yeah, so that, to his drum lesson. Yeah, it's cool. So. Yeah, that's got to feel good, right? <laughs> Did not have to sit there for the drum lesson. <laughs> you I can guess. Say it. Yeah, it's I guess. So. Yeah, it's a little noisy in there. So, yeah, I try to do some work. But yeah, it's, there's like constant, you know, like pounding through the walls. Yeah. yeah, I was taking my son to guitar lesson and there was somebody who apparently had decided at random to take a trumpet lesson. Oh. And, and I can only assume that the child had some form of extremely early onset dementia and oh geez every week was his first lesson oh no (laughs) oh wow it was just like wow (laughs) that trumpet sounds like it owes you money what are you doing to it (laughs) (laughs) well you know i always like to find out uh how people found peloton originally well my wife jackie She had a couple friends. So we got our bike about two and a half years ago in July of 2017. And uh, my wife had a couple friends who had the bike that she knew of. And they were kind of, they're kind of casual riders. They weren't like 
drinking the, the Peloton Kool-Aid and, you know, all over <laughs> social media about it and, you know, in the community. So she, she was like aware of a couple of friends who, who did it and liked it, who had it. And then, you know, right after that, like all the targeted ads start showing up on Facebook. So we had taken interest, but we were both kind of haters on the, the whole like subscription model. You know, we, we were thinking, oh, you buy a bike and then you have to pay a gym membership on top of that. But we had no idea of what came with that of all the other content and the extras. So um, we lived in Austin, Texas at the time. So what sold it for us was we went to the Austin showroom, which was fairly new. And we both did a ride side by side in the, in the showroom. And we did a Cody ride, a 30 minute Cody ride. And right after that, that sold us. We were like, yeah, we're, we're all in. So we bought the bike <laughs> and got it, you know, a week or so later. And my first ride was a Cody 30 minute guilty pleasures ride. And then, you know, from there, it just, you know, it kind of took off with our, our level of engagement. Okay. So when you like before this, were you guys both like into fitness going to the gym didn't go at all? How not, was that working? No, so not gym goers, like never had a gym membership. So my wife, she was always into bar based workouts. So when we lived in Chicago, before we lived in Austin, she started going to the the bar method, which is like a ballet based studio exercise class. Okay. I just thought she was a partier. Yeah. That, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a different um, bar method. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She knocks him back. She knocks him back. But <laughs> this bar method, um, it kind of blew up. And this was like back in 2006 or 2007. So she started going there, taking regular classes. And then we moved to Austin shortly after that. And she got into a similar exercise studio exercise experience called Pure Bar, like Bar Methods okay. Competition in the same sort of space, exercise space realm. And she became a teacher there. And so she was teaching Pure Bar and taking classes there in Austin for pretty much the entire time we lived there for, you know, almost nine years. So she always did Pure Bar. I always played sports growing up. I always played ice hockey. And I played goalie since I was little and travel and high school and college. But after our son was born, I kind of stopped playing in, in men's ice hockey leagues in Austin. So we had like a, a crappy elliptical in our house, which I would like plop my iPad on and watch like binge watch Netflix while I just like casually, you know, went back and forth on the elliptical. So totally. that was kind of I like the that. extent <laughs> of, of the exercise. Yeah. Okay. Them days is over. Yeah. 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 So not like walking the dog every day. You know, we both work from home. So it's nice, you know, having that, that option, not having to go to the gym, but not like gym goers at all. So okay. just backing up a minute, I'm curious, what is the difference between bar and pure bar? They're different brand they're, names. They're, yeah, they're very similar, like small movements so with weights. Um, but there's no real difference between the two things. It's just a different brand name. It's just Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, they're, they're two different companies. My wife is obviously more partial to Pure Bar. She thinks it's a harder workout. She's taught it. and I guess, you know, she's more biased towards that, but very kind of similar workouts. Now I just, should be careful because this is probably how some people feel when I'm like Nordic track and Peloton. Right. I was just like, now I'm <laughs> now I'm I fear for your safety, John, because she <laughs> teaches it. And you're just like, eh, there's the same damn thing. <laughs> I'm sure she you have listen, two separate camps that are crazy about bar <laughs> method. I mean, there's, but there's so many, there's like, there's something called daily bar. There's so many variations with the word bar in it that are bar based. So similar. It's a little watered down, but she was always, there's one for children. There's one for children. That's taught uh, by a cartoon elephant <laughs> called a uh, bar. <laughs> yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> you He's can, so you can proud cut, of himself. You can cut that one out in, in post-production, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so well, proud. If you that's should how see it's this grin. If that's how it's going to be, then there's no reason for me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were definitely sports-minded and fit, but like Peloton was, I would assume, a game-changer for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Because you didn't have to spend all that time, you know, going somewhere. It was like it was something really to look forward to during the day. When, like I said, we both work from home. So it's just like we just hop on there, jump right off and go right back into our work routine for the rest of the day. How so, many days on end do you guys spend at your house without leaving? Many. Um, okay, that's fascinating. She goes to so she still goes to Pure Bar. So she like she supplements with the Peloton. Working out, you know, maybe like four or five days a week. Okay. Uh, but like some days, like I'll just be home all day long and I, I just go out and like walk the dog at some point, you know, in the afternoon besides, you know, getting the rides in. But um, before we moved into this house, we were in an apartment for four months while we were waiting for this one to be built. And we were literally like right on top of each other, like working like maybe five feet away. And that was that was challenging and stressful. So uh, that definitely tested the relationship, but we made out on top. <laughs> and, and stronger for it. I'm yes. Sure. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> oh, but unlike the people that your wife knew that had Peloton, you guys are not casual users. You are not casual user. You like social media and Peloton. Yeah. So... When I first started riding, like I wasn't like crazy, like I'm insane with it now with how much I ride, you know, throughout the day. Like my wife, like she does it almost every day, but like I do multiple rides in the morning and the afternoon. So when we first got it, you know, I was on like the OPP, the official Peloton page here and there, you know, just like I was a newbie, kind of a lurker posting here and there. But yeah, I I think it was after, you know, I, I found a few tribes, I joined Dennis's menaces first. And then I found the JSS tribe and then, you know, the boo crew. And then I started, you know, posting little snippets of pre-shows and then compilations. Then I, yeah, then I was, took it to a whole new level. (laughs) You could say. So, So what inspired you to start posting your videos? So back when I first started riding and Dennis, he was kind of the one that sort of like got me hooked on the bike because he was hired basically right before we got the Peloton. And then I discovered him immediately. And, and just like, I loved his personality. I loved how he told stories through the ride and his corny jokes. And I felt like he was always, you know, kicking your ass, but you didn't realize it because you were having such a good time. And so I noticed whenever I would ride live, like I'd always, you know, join the ride early for the pre-show, you know, before they started taping, you know, for on demand. And every now and then he'd give a shout out and I would just start like recording with my phone, with my iPhone. I would set up like a little tripod, you know, it was like this janky like recording where you'd hear me coughing in the background or blowing my nose (laughs) from time to time. And I would post like funny, like if you would tell a funny story or something or, you know, like a shout out, you know, I'd post that on the Menaces page or the OPP. And then it kind of just evolved from there after I iPhone had screen recording after they added that feature where you could actually just like record directly off the screen, like a nice clean recording. And I started recording the pre-shows and then recording funny moments and just like randomly posting them here and there. And then 
it just sort of like took off from there. Like when I started riding with Cody more and just like his pre-shows were just so hilarious with the things he would say before the ride would start. I uh, would just like randomly start posting pre-show moments and then people would say like, hey, do you have my shout out from this pre-show? <laughs> so like I kind of became like the unofficial bootlegger of the pre-show, um, which I love, I was thinking, which I like, love to do because I feel like if you join the ride, like right when it starts or right before, I almost feel like you're missing out on like a little party. Yeah, Because you never, I agree with you never that. see that again. It's, it's gone forever. Yeah, I was just thinking that like you could have stumbled into a little cottage industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially with all the rides that got deleted this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you could make bank if you got that Jen's Men's ride. Thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, only, I only got the pre-show and a, little, and a little clip here and there from the actual ride. But yeah, I, I hear but, you. But, you know, it's fascinating as, as Peloton gets larger and more important. Like, this is probably a portion of their programming that they might not even be keeping themselves. Yeah. I don't think I don't, they are. Yeah. I don't know if that's just, if it's just deleted forever, but I know like this summer there was a really awesome moment in a Jen Sherman ride where her daughter showed up to ride yes. with her in the studio for the, the, the first time and surprised her. And I got most of that moment like of the pre-show where she freaked out and realized it was her. And then like security came, like somebody was going to rush the stage. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know if she ever, you know, like I sent her that clip, but I don't know if, yeah, if they ever keep stuff like that. Cause I've never seen it, you know, obviously posted by them or anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, it's a good question. My, from a data management standpoint, I'm guessing they delete it, but from yeah. a, we need to keep record of all of our awesome uh, things that we do. Who knows? Who knows yeah. what they do? <laughs> yeah. All it's, I know is like my memory on my iPhone is like rapidly dwindling from, from week to week. <laughs> with, like the amount of albums of like of just Cody albums that I have of clips and compilations is just, yeah, I got to start cleaning house a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I yeah. totally get that. <laughs> yeah. Please got to make room. Do you have a place where you're going to back all that up or are you just going to delete? I, I haven't even like, thought that far ahead, Tom. Uh, <laughs> I don't, maybe I'll I'm just, just get go the, next, the, the newest iPhone that gives you more memory and just go from there. There yeah. you go. Because in my head, I'm space. going to like when TV first started, nobody kept right. all that stuff. Right. They're just like, hey, who cares? We're going to do another one next week. Yeah. doesn't yeah. matter. You know, and now people are when they do find stuff like that, people are always really happy. So. I did ask Peloton a couple of years ago if they had an archive and yeah. if they were keeping all this stuff. Yeah. I never got a reply. So I feel yeah. like that's probably some kind of secret that they don't want to divulge. So Which I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to go find out. Or they don't want to deal with a million questions of like, hey, did you get my shout out from that pre-roll oh, that from three weeks ago? Yeah. Like, yeah. I would yeah. think it's lost. It's lost it's too much storage to deal with. Probably. So the other thing that I find really fascinating about you is that you give a lot of high fives. Like <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like no one gives more. <laughs> Literally, that's been quantified. Yes. Correct? What can I say? I give good high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I meant to ask, is this a is this a PG Dennis Morton type podcast or is it like an R rated Jen Sherman podcast? <laughs> I didn't know what the no, I don't want to It's like a choose your own adventure novel. I guess you control the outcome. Okay. It's true. Okay. It's good true. to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. High fives, um, that was just a feature that like totally suited me. Apparently, when they added that, whenever that enhancement was added to the uh, the tablet um, <laughs> and the app, because, and you took it uh, very seriously. 
Yeah, I, like I just love that's like the one thing about my level of engagement just in the community and and the tri pages. Like I love to encourage to support people to build them up, and I like that high five. I like I love just to cheer people on when we're riding, and it's so easy to do, and it's such like a, a simple gesture that sometimes you know people seem to appreciate. Oh, I do. I love it. I love when I hop on a ride and Jin Sher- it always happens the most on a Jin Sherman ride. Yeah. But Sundays are my day, you know. So whenever I hop on a bike on the ride on a Sunday morning and like just tons of high fives are being exchanged. It is so fun. In my head it's just like cheers, you know. You just walked into cheers and everybody's like, "Norm." <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I join the ride in the pre-show. I just do like a quick round for as many people as I can. I get to depending on how many are there and then start getting ready. And then my system is kind of like, you know, when the ride starts, you know, I have my whole following the the people that I follow, like I try to high five them at least once a song or like after a big push. And then, you know, I go back to the the whole and expand the whole leaderboard and try to go up and down as much as I can. But I mean, those Sunday morning gen rides, like there could be like 80 people that I'm following. So it gets, it could take a while to get through all those. It's hard, you know, because especially if like somebody, if there's a bunch of milestones, which there always are on those Sunday morning rides. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta go like, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I'm like, I know I just saw them. Where did they go? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Jen, Jen has her work cut out for her with milestone shout outs and birthdays on, on Sunday mornings. How many high fives on average do you give during a 45 minute ride? I'd say at least 90. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Are you getting extra arm workout from doing it? <laughs> that that right hand gets tired out. Yes, it's the, high, the high five hand. Uh, so I've, where I've did we? I'm down. sorry, you just you just said that your right hand gets tired out, and I just want to know: Did you decide which level of MPAA rating we're giving this podcast <laughs> before I make my next joke? <laughs> Oh, his eyes lit up when yeah. we said that. I was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> we limber up. The high five finger, the index finger. Yeah. Yeah, you're making it worse. Yeah, it's not getting better. <laughs> right, let's, move, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever accidentally tried to high five somebody while you were holding a dumbbell for your workouts? <laughs> no, no. And that's that's like that's where people get you too. like they, they try to high five you during upper body. It's like, really? Yeah, I know. I'm like, I have the dumbbells. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to that. high five with my pinky, you know, oh, and then I see that, you know, and I'm like super OCD. So it's like, oh, do I do I try, oh reach, you know, and return it or do I wait? And usually it's so but, yeah. hard. It's so hard because it's like it's like mocking you. It's like it's there and you have to clear it. Right. Yeah. You and it's, ling- it's it. lingering and then like more notifications pop up. So then it gets buried further down. I mean, it's your know, first world problems. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they should disable the high five during yeah. arm work. Yeah. There's no there's some, people. There's some people I try not to overdo with high fives, like Howie Godnick and Lisa Getty. You know, they're they're the OGs that aren't super into high fives, so I try to be respectful of them. <laughs> they're high five. You got to respect the high five boundary. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Everybody else, okay. I, I bombard. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> they can deal. They can deal with it. <laughs> That's funny. To to circle back when Tom said you could quantify the amount of high fives I've given. So that was kind of like a, a total shock when they shouted me out when Alex and Robin 
at the homecoming celebration. So you um, had no idea that like you were that no, high up on the list? <laughs> no, no, I had no idea what. So earlier that day, you know, before the, the party at the Hammerstein uh, ballroom for homecoming, I had just gotten this random email from JV Nava with Peloton. She said, please, you know, come to this entrance of the Hammerstein at so-and-so time. And so I just showed up there, walked in. They said, oh, you're, you know, you're Kenny Banya. This is so-and-so Chris with Peloton. He's going to show you what's going on. And he said, we have something really special planned. I can't tell you what it is. And I said, okay, well, how did I, how did I get on your radar? And he said, I can't (laughs) give anything away. So he just kept it all (laughs) secret. And he said, he walked me over to the stage where they were doing it like a sound check before they started letting everybody into the venue. And he said, "This you need to stand at this X on the floor at the center of the, in front of the stage and be here, standing here at 745, then I'll meet you here. So basically, the party starts, you know, Alex and Robin come out and do their thing. And then we're standing there. And then I see Alex, like, he calls somebody out, like, stage right, you know, for however many, like, 5,000 rides, some crazy number of, of rides. And then I realized, okay, he's going to shout me. I had no idea what he was going to shout me out for. So then the spotlight comes on me and I hear him go, and where's John, AKA Kenny Bonilla. And I hear Bonilla and I'm like, oh man, he got the leaderboard name wrong. Bania. <laughs> um, yeah. So then you put the high five hand up and yeah, he goes, he's given out over 61,000 high fives and everyone starts cheering and high fiving <laughs> me all around. So that was really cool. That is very cool. And also, I think that that means that you got closer to any of the instructors that night than anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You guys were there, weren't you? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, Actually, I remember you walked up to us and took a selfie with us, like just randomly. Like you didn't say anything else. You were just like, quick selfie, took a picture and you were gone. (laughs) I don't even remember that. I remember... Meeting you guys when I was riding the lounge bike at the studio and you were kind of standing nearby and I, I just like shouted, hey, clip out. And OK, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm Kenny Banya. And Crystal was probably all like, back up slowly, Tom. <laughs> Not at all. Not yeah, at all. yeah. I like I like waved to you guys randomly when I was probably trying to get another ride in to make sure I reached a milestone while I was in town. Oh, uh, that's funny. So are you, uh, do you think you're going to be able to repeat this year? Yeah. As no, most? Will they even tell I, I you? I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they're still keeping count. Oh, or, I have no doubt. Or if you've inspired a competitor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know who else, you know, there's a lot of other big high fivers out there. I, the competition is stiff. <laughs> he's the Laura He's the Laura Pug of high fibers I know, I know he is <laughs> Like the following day when I rode With Jen Sherman for the homecoming Ride, I was talking to her about That moment and she goes, yeah, you know We were doing rehearsal for that And when they said your name wrong, I walked up to him I was like, dude, it's Kenny Banya And they still got it wrong <laughs> I was like, oh man Well, she tried to help Yeah, yeah, it would have been cool if it had been her Shouting me out, but you know Alex and Robin are pretty awesome, too. Definitely. Is that a sports thing? What is Kenny Banya? So Kenny Banya is a, a character on Seinfeld. Okay. I was thinking, it, or is that a Seinfeld thing? Yes. Because I remembered a Banya character, but I, but okay. So, I've never seen it spelt, so I didn't know it was spelled weird. He, he's one of like the supporting characters on Seinfeld, who's this like really bad comedian. Yeah, that- he's the guy that converted to Judaism so he could make jokes about being Jewish. 
No, that was Tim Watley, Tom. But you oh, were close. I thought that was Kenny Bandia. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, man. oh my God! Somebody just out pop culture. I haven't watched Seinfeld since it was on the first time. Dude, that that was Tim Watley, played by Brian Cranston, the the dentist. Yeah, who converted to Judaism for the jokes. Yeah. Okay. So Kenny Bandia, he was this like really bad comedian that Jerry despised, but like he was so oblivious to it. You know, yeah. he always thought he was so funny. And he always, you know, had like these awful jokes and Jerry at one point, one episode, like helps him with his material. And he's, you know, always going, let's gold, Jerry gold. <laughs> and then there's an episode, which is my favorite Seinfeld episode where Kenny bumps into Jerry and he tells him he's got a brand new Armani suit that he outgrew that he can't wear. And he offers it to Jerry and Jerry's like, okay, whatever, I'll take the suit. And then at the very end, you know, Kenny's like, you can take me out for, uh, for dinner sometime. And Jerry's like, okay, I'll take you out for dinner. So they go out to dinner at this restaurant called Mendy's. But then Kenny says he's not hungry. He's just going to order soup. And he's going to save the meal for another time. And then they get into this big argument. Jerry goes, no, Banya, the soup counts. Soup is a meal. And Kenny's all, the soup is not a meal. So so that's a lot of times that's what my location field on my leaderboard name reads. Soup is not a meal. We you have could, a we have a big Seinfeld fan here. I yes. can tell. You oh, can tell yeah. that's that that had to be a Larry David story idea. Oh, that's got yeah. That has got, Larry David all over. That's it. got curb your enthusiasm written all over yeah. it. Yeah, some personal story to that. I'm sure. Yeah. Do you watch Curb? I do. I just watched just a random episode from the most recent season with Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, from Hamilton. Just you know, because next season's coming back. Or, yeah, not too long from now, right? Yeah, pretty uh, coming up, I think. Yeah, I actually like Curb better than Seinfeld. But but my Curb like knowledge, like I don't have like the deep Curb pull out of your ass references like I do with Seinfeld. Yeah, I find especially after watching Curb that like I liked Seinfeld, but the things I liked, I didn't like the Kramer stuff, and so uh, Curb the is kind stuff of in Curb or from Seinfeld. No, the, the I didn't like the Kramer stuff in Seinfeld. Like that was too kind of broad for me, and so. I like Curb because it's very much like Seinfeld, but without Kramer. Gotcha. It's more of just the the cynical aspect of Seinfeld, which is just fine for me. Just all the absurd <laughs> situations that yeah, yes. Larry, Larry David keeps getting in. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we will now leave TV corner. Okay. Her eyes at me. <laughs> My eyes glazed over a little. No, I mean, I yeah. love Larry David. He's great. And I love Seinfeld, but. You guys love it more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So tell us about the shirts that you recently <clears throat> made. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> uh, Is that an evil cackle? It Is was. That, that totally was. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. So. so you have to describe it first because Tom probably hasn't seen it or he doesn't know if he's seen it on uh, unless it's been pointed out specifically to him. He wouldn't have known. And and there's probably listeners who have no idea what I'm talking about. So you have to describe oh, yeah. first. Yeah. So really, yeah, you really need kind of like the visual. And I've sent you some pictures, Crystal. So obviously. They will be posted. Yeah. You can get a better sense. But yes, yeah, so like back in September, maybe or October, like everything that we buy now, it's there's like some random targeted ad that like pops up in your feed so randomly. So I don't know if it was Facebook or Instagram, but it was like this custom shirt company, custom clothing apparel company where you could like put a, a like a face shot of somebody just like plastered all over the shirt. So it's just like oh, okay. one face like a hundred times 
over every inch of the fabric. <laughs> like those those leggings I got for Sydney from right. her YouTuber guy yeah. that she likes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I see this ad pop up. And this is like when I'm deep in Cody world in the Boo Crew tribe, like posting compilations and just, you know, like funny Cody videos all the time. And so I randomly post just a screenshot of the ad to the Boo Crew page. And I said, you know, please tell me why I shouldn't get a shirt of this with Cody's face all over it made. And pretty much everyone's like, you got to do it. Do it. Like, you know. So, yeah, they kind of dared me. And (laughs) I I ordered it. I got it. And then I just, you know, wife took a picture of me on the bike just after I received it. And uh, just, you know, they got a big kick out of it, you know. And then like the month later, we went. My wife and I and son and in-laws, we went to Disney World and I wore it around Disney World <laughs> and I posted, I posted a picture of us like in front of the, you know, the castle, like that traditional picture you always take in Disney World in front of the big, you know, castle. And uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's right. I wore my Cody tank here. I am 100% that Disney bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, so yeah, people got a kick out of that. I was just going to say, there's other instructors that you've done this. For. Yes. So, so Cody was the first, and then Jen Sherman is my absolute favorite instructor, and you know, and Cody and Dennis. So I got like shortly after that, I ordered two, one of Dennis and one of Jen, just you know, like t-shirts, and posted those. And then about a week or so ago, I was back in New Jersey visiting my mom and sister and brother-in-law and my wife and I, we rode in the studio with Jen on Sunday morning. And the first ride that we did with her, the best of the decade ride, I I walked in wearing the Jen shirt (laughs) and we (laughs) were both, my wife and I were on bike five and six. So we were dead center. Yeah. You you couldn't, you could not miss you. You could not miss you. Cause I was, I was riding and I was like, Whoa, that's a lot of Jen. (laughs) (laughs) So so I walk in and and I posted the pre-show clip when I, after the ride, but yeah, Jen's like, Oh, look at this guy just slipping into town. He's like, wait, is that me all over that? Then, you know, she looks at, she's like, how you doing Jen Sherman? All 30 of you there. And then she was, she was, she thought it was pretty funny and she looked a little, a little frightened. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like, did this end with a restraining order? Yeah, I haven't been served yet, so I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. Probably get one from Cody soon, but I think we're okay. <laughs> I think they're okay as long as you don't try and resell them. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So that's that's it for the shirts, though. It was done. <laughs> so okay. it was wore the Gen shirt. Yeah, it was, it was really funny. I haven't had a chance to ride since I got them to ride in the, um, the studio with Cody or Dennis, but next month I'm going to be going back for the Jen's Men ride in February and hopefully I'll be able to do a Dennis ride and a Cody one and rock the shirts. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, capture that ride. Oh, yeah. And that way, if it gets deleted, that's a 401k in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to quit my day job. I understand you have to pretend like it's a dumb idea right now in case Peloton is listening, but you and I, we know. We know. So do you do any of the other Peloton workouts or do you just stick to the bike? So I'm mainly just the bike. Like I don't have any excuse not to like take it. Like I really need to take advantage of the other content. Like I'm ashamed to admit I've never done 
a yoga class. Like I've never done a yoga class with Dennis, which is ridiculous because he's awesome. Like I've maybe done one sleep meditation, but we're, I'm not a runner. So I've never done any of the running classes, but yeah, mainly just, just the bike. Okay. But we've, you know, we've traveled and I've used the app when I had to use a shitty, you know, hotel fitness room, spin bike. Totally. Um, so it's nice having that option. It is. It's a game changer. Crystal, you've done the sleep meditation a time or two. Oh, yeah. It was kind of upsetting. The one time she said she was doing a sleep meditation and like, you know how the room gets really quiet and you can kind of hear it bleeding through the headphones. It was yeah. my other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Gold, it's just hurtful. Gold. It's just hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect cure for insomnia. Yes. <laughs> I was just trying to drown out your snoring, honey. <laughs> well, sometimes I nod off during the po- my other podcast with jokes on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so you've said who your favorite instructor is, but it sounds like you have a few favorites. Yeah. So like I said, Dennis, you know, I, I first discovered, you know, like Cody, that was my very first ride even before we got the bike, too. But then basically, Dennis had just started with Peloton after we um, got the bike right before. And he really got me hooked on it. And, you know, I joined his tribe, the Dennis's Menaces, pretty quickly thereafter. And, like, and then I had like a total man crush on him. And so <laughs> when he came, when we lived in Austin. He came to the Austin showroom, like maybe a couple months after we had gotten the bike, you know, to do the little meet and greet. And like, I was totally like, I dragged my wife there. Like she didn't want to go. She doesn't ride with Dennis, but like I dragged my wife and son there. Like I was totally like fanboying. (laughs) And this is like, you know, when his hair was probably, you know, like four feet shorter than it is now. Like it was super short. Yeah. It's Um, gotten really long. (laughs) Yeah. How, how crazy long it's like, he's like, you know, full Fabio now with the hair at its length, at its current length. But yeah, so Dennis, and then pretty soon after that, I discovered Jen Sherman. And I remember taking like a, a Green Day ride. Like back then, I was very, like I didn't ride live. Like I was super intimidated. Like I was a total noob, like super intimidated to ride live, to open up the leaderboard. So You've I come did, like, so far, Mr. High Five. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so yeah, I come a long way. So from there... <laughs> Like I did this on-demand gen ride. It was a Green Day ride. And I remember posting in the OPP about it, like taking a gen ride for the first time. And I loved how she was so in, like she connected so well with the people in the studio and with the home, the people riding at home. And I was just so impressed with just the way she commanded the leaderboard and just kind of went through the whole ride. And from there, like I just loved riding with her. Uh, Maybe in January of 2018, I finally got to ride in the studio and my first ride was with Dennis. And then a couple of days later, it was with Jen. And it was an 80s ride, which actually is amazingly still on demand and available. Um, <laughs> but I rode with her on bike six. I wore my Kool-Aid shirt. And I had Michigan, University of Michigan headbands and wristbands on. I was just smiling like ear to ear. Like it was an amazing experience. And then, you know, we talked afterwards and we're both huge Howard Stern fans. We both grew up in New Jersey. We love the Grateful Dead. So, you know, she just very similar interests. So we just really vibed pretty good. So do you feel like your favorite tribes match up with your favorite instructors? Or do you have other tribes that kind of ri- rise to the top? My main tribe, I would say, is the JSS tribe. That's, you know, I have some of my closest Pelo friends. 
we're also in some of the, you know, we're also in the menaces and the boo crew, but I mean, that's where I'd say I have so many great friendships that have formed since I kind of joined the community in the JSS tribe. And, you know, I've gone homecoming this past year. I went to the JSS tribe party, which I pretty much missed all of because I was busy taking a Cody ride at the studio because I had to, I had to ride with boo. (laughs) (laughs) Get my ride in with Cody. It's hard to pick your priorities on homecoming weekend. I know. It was like, you know. Yeah, Sophie's choice there. It really, I get it. <laughs> it is sensory overload. It is. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm definitely closest with JSS Tribe, with the folks there that I've gotten to, to know pretty well, like Janet Barr. I haven't met Howard Godner. He's like the one person I haven't met in person. Um, How is that possible? Every time I'm in town, like even at homecoming, our paths didn't cross. It was just, yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. I guess he was out of town okay. when I when we were in the studio last weekend. So yeah, he's we're like gonna have to make that happen. I, just, I have not met yet. Yeah, no. I haven't met Lisa Getty yet. What? No. Oh my god. I don't gosh. think she was at. She wasn't at homecoming. No, so. that's true. Yeah. But yeah, like like a lot of close friends. Uh, another good friend from that tribe, Nicole Rochetti, Nikki Pellos for pizza. She's like my fish Grateful Dead Peloton friend. <laughs> um, so whenever you know. Jen plays Grateful Dead. We're messaging each other. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of like good friends and, and the menaces and like the Boo Crew page. I'm probably most active of the tribe page just because I'm always posting something Cody related um, to that page in addition to the OPP. Well, that's awesome. So where do you what state do you live in now? So now we're in the Ann Arbor, Michigan area in a town called Canton. So it's right next to Ann Arbor. And okay. my wife is from Ann Arbor and grew up here and went to Michigan and our folks live just down the road from us. Okay. So how often do you get to the studio? I mean, it sounds like fairly often for living far away. No, I, I wish it was more often. It's maybe once, twice a year if I'm lucky when I go back to visit because I'm from Jersey originally, northern New Jersey, a little town called Summit. And so my sister still lives there. My mom's there. But yeah, we were there just after Christmas. And then, you know, I'll be going back maybe twice this year for the Jens men and maybe, you know, hopefully homecoming. But yeah, whenever I go back, obviously, well, my mom tries to lure me back now to visit. She's like, hey, you can go into the studio. <laughs> That's powerful <laughs> stuff. Entice me. Yeah. Yeah. She's crafty. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely I would is. fall for that in a heartbeat. She, I she should knows, go visit your mom. She knows how to play that <laughs> angle now. And the great and the fun thing was um, when we rode just this past time a, a week ago with Jen on Sunday morning, my mom drove in with our son, our seven and a half year old son, Jackson. She drove into the city and brought him just after the second ride, her football ride ended. So my mom got to meet Jen and my son oh. also got to meet Jen and my wife met, met her for the first time as well when we rode together. But um <laughs> My Aww. son loves my son loves Cody. Like he loves to say, "I'm going to snatch your wig." So the first <laughs> thing he said to Jen when he met her was, "Where's Cody?" <laughs> <laughs> and and Jen's response was, "I don't know. He's probably still in bed from partying all night." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and and I jokingly refer to Jen Sherman, to my wife, as my wife from another life, because like another lifetime, like we totally would have like hit it off. Because you have so much in common. We have so much. Yeah, so much in common. So yeah, so I took a a picture of just, you know, Jen and my wife. I was like, Oh, my two girls right here. 
<laughs> so yeah she knows how much i love jen you have a very understanding wife you do yes yes yeah. we have a very healthy relationship yes that's good that's good <laughs> yeah and, puts, and now i feel up. maybe jen might have been worried about the restraining yeah. order <laughs> see know, are you I glad i don't ride the bike now i, res- I respect boundaries you know i don't show I know, up to the I house <laughs> Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Definitely don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you, you should be glad I don't ride the bike, honey. Mm-hmm. Like, the, what? I mean, I don't think you would do well if I was. Mm-hmm. Good try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so you'd be okay then? I think I, I think I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. You are <laughs> on both levels. <laughs> so, do you have uh, any advice for people just getting their bikes? Yes. So this would have been great, you know, had I kind of had it when I first got the bike and, you know, had taken it. But I would say to the newcomers, don't compare yourself. Everyone is from all levels of experience and walks of life. So don't feel intimidated when you're riding, when you see someone, you know, with crazy numbers, crazy output, just try to, you know, like Cody says, it's not that deep, like don't take it so serious. And I think the real great thing is the community because when when we first got the Peloton, we thought we were just getting a bike. We had no idea of like the community and all the friendships that awaited us. So embrace that community. Like, you know, find your tribe once you, you gravitate towards an instructor or instructors. Really seep yourself in that because there's a lot of amazing people and um, there's so many great things about it. And it's so much more than a bike. Great advice. All true. Yeah. So where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? Yeah. I so, think I have a feeling you would like to be found. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a, I have a public Instagram, which is like a lot of Cody in there as we, as we know. Um, <laughs> but I post pretty much everything that I post to, you know, to the OPP on Instagram. It's just my first and last name, just John Pruitt, P-R-E-W-I-T-T. And I'm also, I also post like all the compilations. Like I've got, you know, Dennis compilations, Jen Sherman compilations. I think I'm up to like part 27 of Cody compilations right now, (laughs) all on YouTube, which is my channel is just Pruitt J1. So a lot of good stuff on there. Awesome. That's a lot of cool content for people. Yeah, it is. Stuff that, like I said, stuff that if you, you probably don't always see, especially if you're not taking live rides. Right. Yeah. And I usually, you know, the Cody stuff, the Cody compilations, I always put out, you know, usually every Friday. Friday seems to be a good day to, to put that out there and people seem to enjoy it. And the, the one thing that I like about doing them is a lot of people are just riding with them, you know, with Jen or with Cody for the first time after seeing them. So I love seeing the comments like, oh, I haven't taken a Cody ride yet. Like this Backstreet Boys compilation inspired me to, to ride with him. I love it. Oh, that's um, great. That's so cool. that's the really cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've given him free promotion there. So I'm sure he doesn't he doesn't mind. But oh, um, yeah. But I'm working on a Jen Sherman one coming up soon. And I actually just put together a couple pre-show compilations for Cody of just pre-show moments uh, (laughs) that are a lot of fun. So whenever I see like whenever there's a funny, usually, you know, it's comedic relief. But whenever there's like a cool, inspiring moment or funny, like I'll I'll post that or I'll add it into a compilation. So, you know, just as I'm riding, if something happens, I make a quick note on my phone, the time and the moment and then. I just, you know, do a quick screen recording later in the day and splice it all together at some point. And there well, thank it is. You for, thank you for doing that. You know, it's, yeah. it's those moments, they're not captured 
you know, a lot of times we're just taking a ride. So it's really nice to to have it captured in that in that way. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. People seem to enjoy it. So I'll I'll keep on doing it as long as people want to see it. That's awesome. It is. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today. Yeah, absolutely. Good talking to you guys. You too. So I guess that brings another episode to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? I am so excited about this. Dr. Jen Mann from VH1. From Couples Therapy. Couples Therapy. Yes. I am so, so stoked about this. And I know she is particularly interested in your exercise habits, Tom. But there's nothing to be interested in. Precisely. So there shouldn't be a... No, no, she loves Peloton, like loves Peloton the way I love Peloton. Okay. And she does not understand why you do not love Peloton in the same way. So I have a feeling there's going to be some really digging deep into that conversation. Mm. So I don't know if I can make that interview. Too, I think I have to work late. Too late. Oh, God dang it. So, okay, well, that's uh, what... Everyone but me has to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) So until then, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me at on Instagram, Twitter, on the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, check out our website, theclipout.com, where you can sign up for the newsletter and get the show notes mailed to you every week. So anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Set yourself free.